0: There's a beautiful short story in Devar Teira in Lubavitch tradition about the beginning of this week's Parsha. The third Rebbe of Lubavitch known by the name of a Sefer, the Tzemach Tzedek, um, when he was a little boy he grew up without a mother and the one who was primarily um, took him under his wing was his grandfather the Alti Rebbe or the Balatanya, the founder of Chabad. So when the Samach Sadik, again as a little boy, learned the beginning of this week's parsha, <speaking in Hebrew> Yaakov Avinu lived in Mitzrayim 17 years, the last 70 years, 17 years of his life. So his teacher taught him, what is written in Sfarim, primarily uh, commentaries, the Balaturim, that these 17 years of Yaakov's life, the last 17 years of his life, were the 17 best years of his life. The little boy came home, And he asked his grandfather, the Alter Rebbe, he says, I don't understand. How could it be that Yaakov Avinu, the great Sadiq Yaakov, the best years of his life, he lived in Mitzrayim in Egypt? Because that's where he was these last 17 years, he lived in Egypt. How could it be that Egypt, which is not known as a spiritual place at all, was a, a immoral place, a decadent place? How could it be that the 17 best years of Yaakov's life was lived in Mitzrayim? His grandfather, the Alter Rebbe, answered him and he said that the Pasik says, um, two Parshas ago, or last parsha, the pasik says that before Yaakov went down to Mitzrayim, he sent Yehuda ahead of him. And Rashi brings the explanation from the Medrash that why did he send Yehuda ahead? So that Yehuda should establish a yeshiva, a place for Torah, a place for Torah study, so that when they came down to Mitzrayim, Yaakov and the Shvatim and uh, his family they already had a place in which they could study Torah in Mitzrayim. And the Alter Rebbe concluded and said, when one studies Torah, then even in Mitzrayim, they're able to live in a very happy way. That's the that's the story. That's the short story, Dvar Torah of the Alter Rebbe. Now, the Rebbe discussed this story a number of occasions. And one of the times, the Rebbe asked a simple question. It would seem that the child's question was not really answered. He asked, how could it be, that the best years of Yaakov were in Mitzrayim. Mitzrayim, again, is not a spiritual place. How could it be that that were his best years? The answer is that he learned Torah. When you learn Torah, you could live well in Mitzrayim too. But that doesn't explain why the best years are in Mitzrayim. Um, he could learn Torah, and I'm sure he did learn Torah beforehand when he lived in Eretz Canaan, which, which is Eretz Yisrael. So the question of how the best years could be in Mitzrayim don't seem to have been answered by telling him that he could learn, that he was learning Torah when he was in Mitzrayim. And the Rebbe gave the following very beautiful explanation, and I believe a very powerful message to us as well. He said the following, Why were Yaakov's best years in Mitzrayim is not hard to understand. Um, He had all his sons with him. After so many years of waiting for Yosef and not knowing if he would ever be reunited with Yosef, he reunites with him. And not only he reunites with Yosef, he sees the the great the greatness of Yosef. That even though he was you know so separated and he was in Egypt and he's now the second in command in Egypt, nevertheless he's still a tzaddik, nevertheless he's still a great and holy person. All of this is tremendous reasons for simcha and for nachas and for happiness on the account of Yaakov. In addition, we know, kabbalistically especially, that there's a special simcha in bringing light into a place of darkness. The Pesach says, "Yisra'in ha'irm and The light that comes forth from darkness is the greatest light that there is. So Mitzrayim is a place of darkness. Here they were bringing light into Mitzrayim um, through their terror study and through their mitzvahs and through everything that they were doing. So there's a lot of reasons um, why Yaakov could be very ha- happy and very proud um, of that time. And therefore it makes sense that Yaakov's greatest time was in Mitzrayim. What was the child asking? The child was asking... That even though, for sure, he had a lot of reasons to be happy, good reasons to be happy, spiritual reasons to be happy, but still, he was in a decadent place. He was in in an immoral place. More, more than that, even Mitzrayim. We know the word Mitzrayim, the Hebrew word for Egypt, is Mitzrayim, which means limitations, boundaries, which means that the spiritual energies of Mitzrayim is a place where godliness is limited. There's a limited level of spiritual revelation. So the child was asking, true, of course there's good reasons for Yaakov to be supremely happy there. It, there's good reasons for that to be the happiest time of his life, however, how could he experience that happiness when he's living in such a place, when he's living in a place of spiritual limitation, a place like Mitzrayim? And here the Al-Tarebbe answers him and says, true, good question, Mitzrayim is not a spiritual place, how can you experience the happiness? The answer, though, is Yaakov established there a place of learning Torah. Torah has the unique ability of picking a person up above and beyond the place that he's in, so that wherever he's living, he's really in a much higher place, connected to something way above wherever he's living. Torah, we know, especially as explained in Tanya, that Torah is the wisdom of Hashem Himself, in which Hashem Himself is totally invested the very first word of the Torah that was given to us by Harsinai is Anochi. Hashem says, I. And the Gemara says that the word Anochi is an acronym for the Aramaic words, Anon, Nafshi, Sovis, Yehoves. I have invested my very essence in Torah, says Hashem. So Torah, on the one hand, is where the essence of Hashem is invested. And on the other hand, Torah becomes fully part, integrated into a person's mind. A person is able to learn and understand and comprehend and think the ideas of Torah. So when one learns Torah properly, one is totally unifying themselves with the very essence of Hashem. Says the Alter Rebbe, you're asking my child, my grandchild, you're asking, true it's a great experience and true he was very happy, but he was in such a decadent place, he was in such a low situation, how could he experience that happiness? The answer is that being that he ensured that this is a place where they're going to be learning Torah. So he really wasn't confined at all to the place in which he was. Physically, his body was there. But emotionally, spiritually, he found himself in a plane way beyond Mitzrayim and way beyond anything that Mitzrayim represents. And therefore, he was able to celebrate and enjoy and appreciate the greatness of those 17 years in Mitzrayim. This becomes, of course, a tremendous lesson for each and every one of us as well. Because... All of us live through life and all of us have different situations and different missions. And without a doubt, we're accomplishing our missions and we're doing great things and and affecting people and affecting the place that we live and doing mitzvahs. But many times we think to ourselves, okay, I'm accomplishing Hashem's missions. I'm doing mitzvahs. I'm doing fine things. But still, I can't really appreciate it because of the surroundings where I am. Because of the place where I live the place where I work, the people that I'm surrounded with, true, I'm doing good things, but I'm still, I find myself in a surrounding that is not where I would love to be. It's not a spiritual, holy, beautiful surrounding. It's not a surrounding like in the times of Mashiach or in the Beis HaMikdash or in a place of holiness. So how can I truly be happy if I'm not in a truly beautiful, holy environment? And here we have the answer to, from the Altair Rebbe. When a person designates time for learning to hear, and every person, how, how, how much to learn is dependent on the person's abilities and capabilities. But when a person designates that time, they give themselves the ability to pick themselves up above and beyond wherever they are, and then they can truly appreciate and celebrate their accomplishments and the mitzvahs that they do and the good deeds that they do and the baruchas that Hashem gives us because we're really not bound at all to the place where we are. I'll conclude with the fact we've spoken in the past that in today's generation we have the greatest ability to study Torah that perhaps ever existed in the history since Torah was given to the Jewish people. Today, especially with the gifts of technology, a person, wherever they are, has the ability to study any part of the Torah. And not only is it wherever we are, but we also have every part of the Torah explained to us. There's shayurim there's, uh, and there's glasses on, in, any, in every type of way. So that this gift of ability of picking ourselves above and beyond wherever we are and to be able to not be in any way confined by our surroundings, but rather to soar high through learning Hashem's Torah and, and uniting and unifying our mind and heart with Hashem's Torah is the gift of Hashem of our generation. So that as we approach the coming of Mashiach, in whatever situation we are, in whatever surrounding we find ourselves, we always have the ability As Yaakov avinu did in Mitzrayim, to create for ourselves designated places and times to learn Torah, appreciate the gift of Torah, and live with that totally unaffected by whatever and wherever we may be. Have a wonderful Shabbos.